0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is episode number 111, and it is an episode for anyone who just really struggles to lose weight, for anyone who struggles to be consistent, for anyone who has been battling their weight for the majority of their life, maybe since they were a child. If you fit any of those or all of those, then this episode is especially for you. And this episode was actually inspired by a post from one of the members of my inner circle coaching group so I'm going to read the post read this lady's post and then I'm going to point out a few really big takeaways that I don't want you to miss and then we'll just get into a little stuff more in depth I'm so excited guys this is this is the kind of like truly life-changing stuff that I love talking about we're getting past like protein and carbs and fat and all of that crap we're getting into the stuff that can really change your life so here we go you ready? The person in the group, we're going to call her Kay. So Kay's post said this. Good morning. I have kind of a lot to say today, so bear with me. Or feel free to scroll past me this week if you need to. (laughs) First of all, I said I was going to re-examine my meals to see if they truly are what they're supposed to be in regards to the program. Better breakfast, lean lunch, etc. These are all things that I teach inside the program. We have these fun, corny little names like better breakfast and lean lunch and stuff like that. So she says, first of all, I was uh, going to re-examine my meals to see if they truly are what they're supposed to be in regards to better breakfast, lean lunch, etc. In doing that, I found a mix of things. Some definitely are. Some are definitely not but then the rest are kind of a mixture, meaning for me, as compared to before I started this journey, they are a huge improvement on what I used to eat, but maybe not exactly as precise as like what Corey defines as a better breakfast, a lean lunch, et cetera. Does this make sense? Okay. So with that, I also weighed for the first time in a while. Good job, Kay. She's doing what I teach. She's not weighing all the time. I also weighed for the first time in a while, and I'm down 11.6 pounds since January 1st. She posted this around February 1st, so she's lost almost 12 pounds in one month. She goes on to say, I am thrilled with that. I've literally had so many, quote unquote, bad weeks leading up to this progress. I attribute the change 100% to my mental work. I've been curious and trying to be more aware of trends in my behavior from week to week because I'm not eating super strictly. I'm just making better decisions on the whole and getting the movement in, getting the exercise in. I've been saying sometimes out loud to myself, just do the next right thing, Kay, because I tend to be one that freaks out and spirals downward once one thing gets away from me or I feel like I can't fix everything all at once. So, that's my report for the week. Also want to say that I just finished watching the coaching call. Yep, the whole dang thing. (laughs) And I'm so glad I did. I always get so much from Corey and so much from everyone else's experiences and stories. So, thank you. Have a great week, guys. Oh, my goodness. There's so much powerful, amazing stuff in there. So, let's jump in. I'm going to kind of zip through three big take home points that I don't want you to miss. And then we're going to really dig into one of these points and I'm going to bring some stuff out and teach you some stuff that I think can be really, really helpful. So big take home point. Number one, guys, it doesn't necessarily happen how you want or how you think (laughs) weight loss does not happen how you want it to and how you think it should. So many of us, we want to jump on some diet or some weight loss program and it's just like it's got all the answers for us and we just do it. And then in three weeks, we're down you know, 20 pounds. And then in six weeks, we've reached our goal weight and we're done and we never have to worry about it again. And that's not how it works. Matter of fact, we get like so trapped in that mindset that for many of us, if we haven't lost at least two pounds by the end of week one and at least six pounds by the end of week two, whatever, if we don't see that, Then we don't feel validated, and we just want to quit, right? I mean, isn't that the case? Think about what Kay said here. She said, I've literally had so many bad weeks leading up to this progress. She's had amazing progress, but it took, quote-unquote, bad weeks. What it took was learning weeks. What it took was what I'm going to explain to you today that set the stage for this incredible success that she's having now and the incredible success that she'll be having in the future. So big take-home point number one, guys, weight loss, truly successful weight loss doesn't necessarily happen how you want it to (laughs) or how you think it will or how you envision it happening. Big take-home point number two, you can and will lose weight and make progress without being perfect. I mean, look at what Kay said in her post here. She said, I wanted to make sure that basically I was doing it Kind of as Corey described, with like these, you know, little corny meal names that we talk about, Better Breakfast and Lean Lunch. And she was like, Yeah, some of them are, but some of them aren't. You know, they're just not as precise, but they're still a huge improvement. And guess what? She's lost weight. Guys, here's the bottom line point: improvement equals improvement. The bully in your brain wants to convince you that you have to be perfect to lose weight. That to lose weight and achieve your goals, you have to be perfect. And if you're not perfect, then it's not going to happen, and it's all a waste. And that's just not true. Because, see, if Kay had the bully in her brain working overtime, telling her, like, hey, you're not doing this exactly right, you might as well stop, you might as well, she would have stopped, and she would quit, and she would have never lost 11.6 pounds. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's big take-home number two. You can and will lose weight and make progress without being perfect. Improvement equals improvement. It's just the way it is. Next up, number three, this will not happen. (laughs) Success, improvement, making progress, losing weight, this will not happen if you don't first work to change your brain and get past perfectionism and all that crap. She says in her post, I have been saying sometimes out loud to myself, just do the next right thing, okay? Because I tend to be the one. This is so insightful, guys. I tend to be the one that freaks out and spirals downward once one thing gets away from me, or I feel like I can't fix everything all at once. All at once. If you say that phrase, man, I just gotta, like if you feel like, oh, I gotta do it all at once. Oh, I gotta get it all done. Oh, I gotta be perfect. Guys, then you are struggling with that all or nothing perfectionism mentality in all of this weight loss, success, making improvements, making progress. It will not happen. If you don't first work to change your brain and get past all of that perfectionism, all or nothing, all at once crap. I talk about perfectionism and the all or nothing mentality in depth in my free anti diet class. If you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend you go to anti dietclass.com. You can scroll down. I've got the link in the show notes. I just, oh my gosh, I so recommend you check it out if this is you, but right now let's dig into the last take home point that I just shared and really go a little deeper. Okay. So here we go. Let me just state it again, just in case you missed it. And I, by the way, I highly recommend you grab like a pad and pen because I'm going to share some things in here. I'm going to share some really specific things that I encourage you to do moving forward. And you might want to jot down a few notes. So here we go. The big take home that we're going to dig into, and I want you to understand fully, is that true life-changing weight loss success will not happen if you don't first do the mental work. If you don't first work to change your brain. Now, here's the part (laughs) where you may be rolling your eyes. Oh, geez, Corey, I know, I know, like, man, would you stop with that whole change your brain crap? If you want to change your body, you got to change your brain. Look, I know you guys have heard me say this a million times on the podcast, but today I'm going to explain it in a slightly different way, and I'm going to pull out and explain a specific part of this statement that I normally don't get into. See, there's actually a middle step that I rarely mention. You work to change your brain, which eventually changes your day-to-day habits which then eventually changes your body. Change your brain, change your body actually has a middle step. Working to change your brain, what you believe, how you think, your patterns, etc., all of that is exactly what enables you to change your well like what you do, your day-to-day life, your day-to-day actions, your day-to-day habits. It's what empowers you to change and ingrain new habits. And changing your habits is what naturally and easily leads to long term weight loss and health success. I can almost guarantee that whenever you see someone who stays fit and healthy pretty much all the time, like year after year, the people who probably drive you crazy, and you're like, oh my gosh, man, I'm just over here fighting with myself, and they just naturally, you know, stay slender and fit. Oh, the people, oh, you just want to like. <laughs> You want to punch them in the face, right? I can almost guarantee that when you see that person, that they have very different daily and weekly habits versus someone who struggles with their weight. And ingraining the right daily and weekly habits is exactly what makes true long-term weight loss success happen. It makes it naturally and dare I say, almost easily happen. It's what that person who doesn't battle their weight has. They just have ingrained somehow, whether they learned it from their parents or they learned it from a program, or it's just kind of, you know, what they naturally tend towards. It doesn't matter. They just have habits that keep their body healthy and fit and slender and lean. And for someone who battles and struggles with their weight, they don't have those things. So I'll say it again ingraining the right daily and weekly habits is exactly what makes true life-changing long-term weight loss success happen. It makes it natural and, dare I say, easy. Because suddenly you're no longer like gritting your teeth, exerting this superhuman discipline like I so want to eat cookies and I can't eat the cookies. Oh my gosh. And mm, I have to do this again tomorrow. And it's my cousin's birthday and I so want to eat some cake and ice cream, but oh, and I hate every single health food that I have to eat. I'm just forcing myself to eat that terrible kale and make those stupid green smoothies. Oh, <laughs> Isn't that what it feels like? No, like that's, that's what it is, but that's not what brings you success, guys. You have to, piece by piece, develop new habits and a new lifestyle that naturally gets you fit and healthy and keeps you fit and healthy without you having to constantly fight and struggle and exert that superhuman willpower and just try so dang hard all the time. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if if losing weight and maintaining a healthy weight was just kind of automatic for you? Ah! It's, it's, it sounds like a dream come true, right? But it's not. That's the path to long-term success. But that's not what we do, is it? And if you've battled your weight off and on for years, I can almost guarantee this is why. You're skipping step one. You're skipping the change your brain part and step two, changing your daily actions and habits. And you're trying to jump directly to step three. And this just doesn't work. You cannot just jump to step three. And when you try to do that, when you try to force it and force your body to change with some quick fix diet or weight loss challenge, then you just basically like put a band-aid on this massive wound that needs like 20 stitches. It's like breaking your leg and the bone is protruding through the skin. And you're like, Oh, I'll be fine. Just give me some Advil or Tylenol. <laughs> Guys, when you try to skip step one and step two and jump to step three, you're treating the symptom, but not the root cause. You're not treating the problem. You're just masking, doing your best to mask the symptom. And even if you force it, even if you force success in the short term, there's a 99.9% chance that it won't last because we live out who we think we are. One of my favorite lines from a movie says, we accept the love we think we deserve. Well, guys, it's not only true with love. We accept the life we think we deserve. We accept the body we think we're supposed to have. We live out who we think we are or who we think we're supposed to be. And if you've been battling your weight and poor body image and all of that stuff for a long time, like for years, for the majority of your life, then even though you don't realize it, you've just come to accept that this is who you are and how it's going to be. You've just accepted that you're always going to be overweight and kind of unhealthy. It's just who you are. And it's ingrained deep in your brain. It's become part of your identity and part of your beliefs. So day to day, you just live it out. You just live out who you think you are, who you think you're supposed to be. And this, my friend, is why you can't skip steps. This is why you can't just force your body to change and then expect it to stick. Because you didn't change your brain and your beliefs along the way. You didn't change those things first. You just put a Band-Aid on a gaping wound. It it kind of reminds me of something that happens here at the little household. I'm going to give you a peek into my life. Whenever something breaks in our house, my wife Allie laughs and she always says, "Oh boy, Corey, are you going to glue that back together?" <laughs> Look, I know there're like a lot of jokes about rednecks using duct tape for everything. Like, don't worry, some duct tape will fix that. Well, I don't use duct tape. I use super glue. Or some form of super glue. I've glued all kinds of things back together. In our house, just because it's broken doesn't mean it's ruined. No, 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 no not at all. <laughs> Give me some super glue and it's all good. I'll take care of it. But here's the thing about gluing stuff back together. You cannot rush it. <laughs> you must let the glue have plenty of time to set and really bond both pieces together. Otherwise, you can forget it. It is ruined. You tried to just hurriedly glue two things back together, but you didn't give it time. And now you just have this mess. Both pieces are sticky, halfway dried glue residue, and now they don't fit together neatly anymore. And Ah, oh, it's just ruined. It drives me nuts. I hate it when that happens. The key is doing it right from the beginning and letting the glue really set. Otherwise, you can't. Expect it to stick. You can't expect it to hold. Listen, my friend, you can't ignore your brain and beliefs and your past and your identity and what's been ingrained in your head for years or maybe for your whole life. You can't just ignore all that stuff and force your body to drop weight really fast and then expect it to stick. The changes. Just won't hold. Inside my inner circle and live life loose fat program, we address every step, brain, habits, and body. And we utilize aspects of cognitive behavioral therapy and attack things from both directions. We make small changes with daily actions, like small changes maybe with food or with exercise, just little things, taking daily action. And then we take we we have massive observations around your mentality, your thoughts, and your patterns and beliefs. And this one-two punch is so effective because like, at the same time, you're proving to yourself that you can make little changes and do things differently. And at the same time, you're watching your brain and you're seeing what thoughts pop up. So this way you can begin to challenge what you've always thought. You can begin to see your patterns and you can begin to consciously Intentionally change those from a mental perspective. So we're taking action physically in the real world, and we're also taking mental action to change your brain and the way you think and what your beliefs are. See, there's a a central question that psychologists sometimes debate. Like this is might seem a little weird or get a little deep, but hang with me. It's I I think it's amazing and it holds so much power. one of the central questions is, do you change what you believe about yourself by changing what you do? Like some psychologists will say like, yeah, if you change what you do and you do different actions consistently enough, well, your brain will eventually go, Oh, okay. Well, you are the type of person that works out on a regular basis because you've been working out on a regular basis. So, so that's one point of view. The other one says, do you change what you believe about yourself by changing what you think? So like you don't change your beliefs by, you know, changing your actions, but you change it by changing how you think about yourself and how you think about your behaviors on a day-to-day basis. So in other words, if I try to boil it down here, do actions change your brain or does changing your thoughts and your ingrained beliefs change your brain? Well, my answer is yes, (laughs) both. Like, why not strategically use both? That's exactly what we do. We attack the issue from both angles. There's tremendous synergy and power when you take this approach, and that's exactly what we do, and that's exactly what I recommend you do. But here's the kicker that people don't often want to talk about. Sometimes when people are so entrenched in certain behaviors and beliefs, like Kay was, guys, she, she has... Had Like she said, she called them bad weeks. I call them learning weeks. Those weeks are necessary to get her to the place where she is now. But, I mean, week after week after week, she would begin to get traction and she would struggle. And she would begin to get traction and she would struggle. And she would make little, small, incremental changes and progress. But the huge progress that was happening behind the scenes for her that set her up for this incredible success that she's recently had was that the entire time she was doing the mental work. She kept looking at her behaviors and looking at her patterns and thinking, wait a minute. Okay, hold on. What thoughts are going through my head? What's the bully in the brain telling me? Why am I resistant to this? What am I doing differently? So so let me get back to the point here. Sorry. Sometimes when people are so entrenched in certain behaviors and beliefs, just like she was, they can kind of almost become resistant to changing anything. Even if the change is good for them, it's almost like a rebellious inner child And even if you know the changes are great and will help you achieve your goal and get you exactly what you want, even if you know they're good for you and what you need, it's like some rebellious, don't tell me what to do part of you is taking over saying, forget this, I'm not doing it. And then, oh boy, the boy in your brain has a field day. He jumps in and starts saying all kinds of crap to reinforce that rebellious inner child. Because the bully in your brain doesn't want you to be successful. He or she, whatever your bully is that's in your brain, he or she wants you to fail. He wants you to stay exactly where you are and how you are. So the bully jumps in and has a field day with this and starts whispering or maybe screaming all kinds of things at you in your head. Why are you putting forth all this effort when you know you can't keep it up? You've never heard that one before, have you? Inside your own head. Man, why am I doing this? I can't. I know I can't keep this up. Why am I putting forth all this effort? God. Why don't you stop fooling yourself? You know you're never going to lose weight. You've tried and failed so many times in the past, and this is going to be just like one of those failures. Save yourself some time. Just quit now. Give up now. Look at you can't even stay consistent with small things. (laughs) And you really think you're going to stick with this and you're going to do bigger things? You can't even do the small stuff. Give me a break. You know, life would be so much easier if you would just quit. I mean, your life is stressful and complicated enough already. The last thing you need to do is worry about this stupid diet or stupid weight loss. Life would be easier if you would just quit. And why shouldn't you quit? Because deep down, you know you've always been fat and you're always going to be fat. It's just who you are and it's who you've always been and it's who you're always going to be. Oh, And there you have it. Your fate is sealed. Between your rebellious inner child and all that resistance and then the bully in your brain kicking in, you've just sealed your fate and given up on what you really want from your life. My friends, that is what happens when you try to jump to step number three, when you try to force your body to change without first changing your brain, which empowers you to then change your habits, Habits, <laughs> which then naturally changes your body. Whew! So... Here's exactly what I want you to do. Here's exactly what I suggest. Number one, take some small action. It could be something as simple as drinking more water or going for a walk three days this week or maybe just eating vegetables with lunch. Who knows? It can be just simple, small action. doesn't matter. Just keep it small, keep it simple, and plan it, and then go for it. Do it. So that's number one. Number two, Begin making massive mental observations. Start practicing like major awareness around your thoughts and asking questions about like what you're doing and why you're doing it. And as you do this and you start to see things, you'll naturally want to start changing everything. Like, oh, I see why I'm doing it. Oh, I got to change that. Change it now. No, 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 no. Don't. Don't. Just pretend like you're a detective or like an investigative reporter. Just observe. Take notes. Maybe literally, like, on your phone in the notes section, or maybe if you're old school like me, have a pad and pen and take notes and start to identify your patterns and your beliefs and your recurring thoughts. And then number three, this one's, uh, you've got some options here, but number three, if you connected with what I shared in this episode, if multiple times you were like, yes, oh my gosh, that's me then for goodness sakes, go to anti-dietclass.com and watch the free class. It's called How to Lose Weight Without Constantly Stressing About Being Perfect With Your Food. And I can pretty much guarantee it's exactly what you need to hear. It's It's about all of the exact stuff that I talked about today, but we go more in depth and I guarantee you'll come away with some nuggets that will just totally change how you think about yourself and how you think about the process of losing weight. So, that's the big recommendation number three. But <laughs> if that rebellious inner child is like, no, Corey, I'm not doing that, and just refuses to go watch the free class, that's okay. That's okay. Here's what I want you to do if that's the case shoot me an email or private message on Instagram or Facebook. On Instagram, I'm Corey Little Coach. On Facebook, I'm Corey Little Coaching. I always love hearing from you amazing guys and gals. Just shoot me a message. I'd love to hear where you're at in your weight loss journey. I'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode. I just love to hear from you guys in general. And then lastly, this is the last part of number three. If you're really connected with this episode, then I can assure you of one thing. I can make you a promise that you know someone else that would also really connect and needs to hear this episode. So share it with them. Take 60 seconds right now to copy the link to this episode and text it to a friend or email it to a friend. And that, my friends, is a wrap. (laughs) That's it. That's it. I hope this was helpful I hope you'll take small action I hope you'll begin to practice massive awareness and make huge observations around your mentality I hope you'll go to antidietclass.com and carve out the time to watch that free class and I hope you'll share this episode with a friend and please never forget that there's so much more to you than a number you are so much more than what the scales say So don't let them dominate your headspace. And losing weight is amazing, and I love helping people do it. I'm so excited that Kay had her tremendous January breakthrough, but, man, the foundation was laid for weeks and weeks and weeks leading up to that. But losing weight, guys, is really all about gaining life and gaining clarity and living the life that you've always wanted and enjoying your life more than ever. And you can do it. I don't care if you've struggled with weight loss your whole life. I don't care if your brain screams all kinds of negative things at you. I don't care if you've always been the quote-unquote fat guy or fat girl. I don't care what. I don't care. You can do it, and I believe in you 100%. And even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. Borrow my belief. Just keep listening. I'll keep working on you, and we will get you there. Okay? Sound good? All right, we got a deal. Take care of yourself, guys. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye.